1: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
0: You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
3: It is Visa's prime primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the Strip, Tuesday, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Hope you're doing well tonight. Andy McNeil will join us to talk some hockey as his season has taken a uh, turn for the positive for sure at this point. Drew Densick will join us from both the uh, NBC Sports Edge and Deep Dive podcast to talk some NBA, perhaps some tennis as well. And Rick Gaiman uh, to talk golf with us, the WGC match play. Fascinating sort of uh, bracketology of their own in golf this week, uh, which we can uh, sort of handicap from all kinds of ways, lots of ways to bet it. Groups, outrights, head-to-heads. Whole round robin thing happening tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, but first some, some face offs.
4: We do. Uh, one one tip in the NBA if you want to play the Warriors and the Magic, that is happening right now. Uh, Warriors, seven and a half point road favorites over the Magic. Uh, total of 215 and a half to 216. Only three other games in the association tonight. So, light schedule here on a Tuesday. Hawks and Knicks at 730 Eastern. Hawks, three, three and a half point road favorites over the Knicks, 226 and a half the total. Bulls and Bucks are uh, coming at you at eight Eastern, five Pacific. The Bucks are six, six and a half point home favorites there over the Bulls, 234 and a half is your total. And then one late tip, 10 Eastern. Seven Pacific, the Clippers and the Nuggets. The Nuggets are six and a half point home favorites over the Clippers with a total. 222, 222 and a half. Over on the ice, several face-offs happening right now. The Lightning and the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are minus 125 home favorites, plus 105 on the road. Lightning, if you want the underdog. The Rangers and the Devils. The Rangers are minus 145 road favorites, plus 125 on the home dog Devils got the blue jackets and the penguins. The penguins are minus 360 home favorites over the blue jackets, plus 275 on the road underdog there. And then the blues and the capitals, ha- coming at you right now, capitals minus 150 home favorites, plus 130 on the road underdog blues. 7:30 Eastern, we got the senators and the islanders. Islanders minus 215 home favorites, plus 175. On the road, Senators as underdogs. The Flyers and Red Wings also at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. Wings minus 140 home favorites, plus 120 on the Flyers as road. Underdogs at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. we got the Golden Knights and the Jets. The Jets are about minus 165, 170 home favorites over the Golden Knights. You can find as high as plus 150 out there on the Golden Knights as Road Underdogs, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, the Oilers and the Stars. This one's about a coin flip, slightly shaded to the Stars, minus 115. Home favorites, minus 105 uh, for the Oilers there on the road. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, we have the Sharks and the Flames. The Flames are as high as minus 350 home favorites over the Sharks. You can find a plus 270 out there if you want the Sharks as road underdogs there. Oh, boy. Oh, here it is. Oh, uh, everybody put in the earplugs. Oh, here we boy. go. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. I don't even know how this is possible. Sped the Coyotes, man. They've been on a run. The Coyotes are at home against the Kraken. <laughs> oh, God. And it's a coin flip. <laughs> How are the core cracking, traded away? From what I saw on the thing, I think everybody on the team. I don't think anyone's even on the team anymore. They have called up the, the G League team, and it's still a coin flip here. How bad must the Coyotes be at home to be a coin flip? Pretty bad to this Kraken G League squad. Anyway, minus 110 on both sides. If you want to bet that, you might as well bet the Coyotes and you're gonna win. And then 10:30 Eastern, 7:30 Pacific. We've got the Predators and the Kings. Kings, minus 125 home favorites over the Predators, plus 105 for the Predators on the road as slight underdogs there. You are a documented, what, 2-0 lifetime in hockey, something like that? Well, when I was on vacation, I just bet against the Kraken every single time they played. Oh. They lost four straight games. I am now back up to 6-2 and two betting the Kraken. How
5: about this? The Coyotes have won six of their past nine games.
4: Then how are they – what what's going – what am I missing here? I don't, I don't, we don't know anything about hockey. I we'll ask Andy about it. Is, 30,
3: is it, a, is it a, rest situ, a rest situation perhaps? Maybe. Too many games in too few days kind of thing?
4: They decided to play – they're going to play with a defenseman as goalie. Tonight.
3: Seattle's had three days rest. Arizona's had two. It's not like a huge difference. Yeah, we'll ask Andy about it. See if he wants to play the Sharks as a big dog tonight too. Andy will coming up later this hour. Some football news and notes today. Yeah, you thought, oh, maybe we take a day off of football. Nope. Z'Darrius Smith, who, you know, we didn't really know where he was going to end up in the end, looked like it would be the Ravens, um, obviously one of the casualties of all the Packers' uh, comings and goings, but as it turns out, he's agreed to terms with the Minnesota Vikings, per a source, three-year deal, base value $42 million, worth up to $47 million with incentives. Um, 14 million average per year running. Uh, so that's the move for the Darius Smith. He ends up with the Vikings after
4: all. Big that pickup for them. Makes me feel even better about that uh, NFC North ticket that I put in on the on the Vikings. Whenever we were kind of speculating what may or may not happen there with Aaron Rodgers and then the whole Devontae Adams thing as well. I, I mean, this is this is big time. I mean, when you look at when you look at what Aaron Rodgers is going to potentially have, or I should say, lack of what he's going to have to throw to there. In Green Bay. I mean, his likely number one now is going to be a, a rookie, whoever they end up drafting in the in the draft this year. And so you, you look at that and you get these pass rushers coming in there and, and look, Aaron Rodgers is as good as there is, but it's pretty much a two team division and I think that this Viking team is super, super live here. I mean, over I think you can still get him at two seventy or something like that, or something like that in that division. What, what do you think
3: is more two teamy now? The AFC South or the NFC North?
4: Probably the AFC South still. Yeah, a little bit because yeah. you know, look, maybe there is a maybe there is a massive step forward for the Bears. I, I can't see it, but I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, maybe Fields is.
3: I noticed you didn't say the same about the Lions. I did not say you the did not about them. Yeah. No,
4: uh, the other move to buy some kneecaps though, Gil. They're, yes, they're going to continue to do that. They are number
3: one in that. Yes. We know that. Yes, you yes. Know we what? do know that. At we least. all remember. We all gave him a collective apology <laughs> at the end of the year, though. Dan Campbell turned out to be not the. Joke that we thought he was turned out to be a pretty pretty solid, you know, coach. I guess in terms of rallying his troops. Running back Leonard Fournette, who spent Monday visiting the New England Patriots, well, he is resigning with the Buccaneers as it turns out. Three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal, uh, deal rather. Source to telling Adam Schefter over at ESPN. The deal includes eleven million guaranteed. That per Jenny uh, Jenna Lane over at ESPN, and it could reach twenty-four million dollars with incentives. So Tom Brady does get Leonard Fournette back in the fold,
4: and for a for a running back to make that type of money in this uh yeah. in this economy, yeah, I mean like you know this is uh, this is pretty great for for old Lenny. you know. I mean, listen, guys strings together a couple of pretty decent seasons there and gets some some good money guaranteed. Good on him. Good on him in fe-
3: indeed. Um, have you made any more? NFL bet since last we spoke? No?
4: No, no, no. I'm I I really I do like a, a lot the Colts one that I put in. You know, I think that Matt Ryan, again, as as far as a win this year, just a a one year window with this team that's still super talented. Uh, I do believe and, and listen, there are still some wide receivers that are out there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're they could add to what is already at least a decent wide receiver room there. So I mean, there are some guys out there that come in and be a solid number 3 in that in that organization and I mean, look, if you're trying to if you're trying to assess your easiest way to get to the playoffs, I mean, it better be the AFC South at this point if you're staying in the AFC because it's, it ain't happening in any of these other divisions. So it's definitely the AFC South. Hopefully there'll be some people who are pretty smart and want to get in to that division. And then, like I said, the, the Vikings. I mean, this is good news for me, at least on that Zedaria Smith thing. I, Kelly, I think you put in the Vikings same day I did, right?
5: Yeah, I just had to
4: double-check
3: it. But I was, I was like, yeah. I think I put that bet in with Matt,
5: and yeah. I did, yeah.
4: Jimmy G and Baker
3: Mayfield still out there. Here we are. Free agency has peaked, yeah. one would imagine and still looking for quarterbacks in Seattle, still looking for quarterback in Carolina. And it, it, it should be noted, because I don't, I don't know that we've said this enough, that in Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns, the Houston Texans did not want Baker Mayfield back in the deal. No. No. So if you're Baker Mayfield right now, and then you requested a trade to the Colts, Colts had other ideas, which, by the way, I think makes perfect sense. If, if the Colts aren't, weren't into Baker Mayfield and they don't think this crop of quarterbacks is any good, which seems to be the consensus then you do sign Matt Ryan sure and and you know use well, him for, for a year or two
4: and i mean the the the, the difference in the salaries is At the end of the day, like not that much because it's still the fourth year Baker, the number one overall picks, hundreds. He's making like $20 million or whatever. I mean, so like it's not like this, uh, it's not like it's a small amount of money that he's making or anything like that. And so when you're taking on Baker Mayfield, if you're not sold on him, you're also taking in what is a pretty decent little contract on a guy if you're not sold on him. And at least with Matt Ryan, like I said, proven track record, a guy that we know that you know can at least step in and be serviceable enough, I think, to win you that division. Well, to win you that division, but are we, are we shortchanging
3: that move? In other words, okay, I get it. The Bills and the Chiefs and the Bengals, we have to give mm-hmm. them their props, right? Because the Bengals won the, won the conference. I'm not going to sit here and say that Matt Ryan puts the Colts ahead of, that, ahead of those three teams in one breath. But are we, are we sleeping on the fact that they're probably just a shade below with Matt Ryan?
4: Like, shouldn't we be giving them more respect? Yeah, I mean, I don't think so in the, in the least. But, I mean, look, there's, there's – you look back on last year – this guy had his – his number one receiver ended up being a rookie tight end, right? I mean, his, his number one receiver didn't play, then went ahead and took the rest of the season off with what was going on there. The offensive line started to, to fall apart, never had a running back to begin with. I mean, like, he was in a horrible situation last year. I mean, the, the Falcons were a wreck and still managed to win seven games mm-hmm. it, despite, all, despite all the nonsense that, that was going on with that team. So, I mean, like, now you put him in a really good situation – here, I mean, I, again, we'll find out. I mean, there were some people who were calling for him being, you know, buried two two years ago, saying that he was complete dust. We didn't think people so. People always want to bury Matt Ryan. Yeah, like they we do. didn't think so. We thought that he still had yeah. a little left in the tank. And I mean, listen, now there's no excuses, right? I mean, there's talent around him, good defense, everything like that. A division that is super winnable. So now we'll we'll find out.
3: No pre-flop basketball picks for either of you. No. Nothing? Nothing for me tonight. I did, uh,
5: I would say I had a lean, just a regular lean oh. this time, towards the Magic. Not, a strong, not a, a strong, or a slight, or a light lean. Just yeah, a yeah. normal lean. Not, just a normal lean. Not like but a, then I remembered a week ago when I bet the Magic against the Nets and they lost by 42 points, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to pass.
3: Not a smooth criminal lean. Little less than that. Coming back, odds to make the play in next. VEASAN's Primetime Action.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil
0: Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want to
3: get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Well, make five-hour energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get. to find over 15 flavors to choose from with flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. More's my favorite. There's a flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy today. You know why I don't need a five-hour energy? Because we swept the tennis board today, 3-0, and all the uh, numbers
4: game listeners who cashed in. Mazel tov to you. Mazel tov indeed. A little bit of baseball news here that Kelly doesn't like to put in the rundown because Kelly doesn't like baseball. So he didn't like to put the baseball news in the in the stuff. But it that, happened it.
5: after I it's very printed
3: out the rundown.
4: Really, the, in, he uh, injects
3: his likes and dislikes
5: the, into the rundown.
4: Uh, Nick Nick Castellanos <laughs> deal is official. So he he is now officially a Philly five-year, one hundred million dollar deal. There for. The Phillies, so now Phillies are putting it together. You get Castellanos, you got Harper, you got Reese Hoskins. I mean, you got some. So you got a bunch of you got a bunch of guys here that you know. It's I think that there is a chance that this might be a sneaky team.
3: Did you say Schwarber?
4: Oh yeah, and Schwarber as well. And Schwarber, yeah, yeah. So definitely some. Did you Did you see this today? By the way, Um, so rosters
3: expanded to 28 from 26. By the way, no limit on pitchers for the month of April. Extra innings will in fact start with a runner on second yes. base for all of 2022. Ghost
4: man on second base just back. for 2022. Just for 2022. Yes. Why yes. did we decide to do it just for 2022? I I I, I don't know. Maybe it was because teams had already prepared for, I don't know. You know. I I was have, say, that was my first question, Gil. I was know, like, why? wait,
5: just for 2020. Why? why are we doing this?
4: Yeah, I mean, it was, I can only assume it's one of those things because it was already done last year and they were rushing to get the season started that it's kind of like, okay, just. Let's just do it again this year, and then we'll, we'll deal with it at the end of the year.
3: Uh, asterisk, by the way, on one of those, where it says still needs to be signed off by uh, on by teams, but that's expected to happen. The runners on second and extras, by the way, are just for the regular season. Once the postseason gets here, that gets scuttled, and we'll play real old-fashioned baseball into the night if necessary. And then the Shohei Otani rule. Pitchers in the starting lineup can stay in the lineup as a DH after they've left the and, game as a
4: pitcher. And this is for the entirety of the CBA. So unlike the Ghost Runner, which is only for this season, mm-hmm. this is for the life of the CBA. Apparently, this is trying to encourage more two-way players. Um Trying to encourage more people to because there are you know look there are some college guys who who pitch and hit and things like that and mm. whatnot so it's a, apparently trying to encourage the arrival of more kind of two-way players into the game. All right, thank you, Hannah Kaiser, for that, by the way. All right, so Boyd has a has put
3: up a cool prop up, and this has to do with making the play-in tournament. So making the play-in, making let's let's define again. The play-in is 7, 8, 9, and 10. When we finish the regular season, both Eastern and Western Conference, whoever finishes in 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th are not yet technically in the playoffs. You're in the play-in. 7 will play 8, the winner of which will go into the playoffs as the 7th seed. 9 will play 10, the winner of which—the loser is out, by the way—the winner of which will play the loser of the 7-8 game in a second game for the chance to be the number 8 seed. Whoever wins that becomes the 8 seed in the playoffs. But in terms of making the play in itself, we have odds, which is pretty creative on Boyd's part. Shout-out to Boyd. In the Eastern Conference— Uh, what they've done is they put teams basically 5 through 12. So any teams that could realistically finish in the 7 through 10, both on top and in the bottom and those that are in there right now. And so you'll see the the games behind there in terms of, again, 7 to 10. That pocket in the middle is what you're looking at. The odds are on the right. So the Bulls, for instance, are a big dog to fall all the way down, let's say, three games... Right now, if it were today, right, they'd have to fall back that far to get into the 7 through 10. The Raptors are off the board right in the middle there. The Nets, and especially the Hornets and Hawks, are massive favorites. And really, to be honest with you, the Eastern Conference, only the Cavaliers makes for an interesting bet at all here.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The Bulls do have the seventh toughest remaining schedule, and they also do have 11 games still left. So one of the handful of teams that still has a full 11 games where most have 10 or 9 left.
3: Yeah, we've posted the uh, remaining straight of the schedule and, there as well.
4: And they are sitting right now, you know, look, with games remaining against the Heat, two against the Bucks, and one against the Celtics. So you've got four games right there, Heat, two Bucks, and a Celtics, which are... All very losable games, you know, yeah. like all very losable games for this uh, for this Bulls team. And then even after that, there's still a, a Mavericks game. And then there's a there's also a Cavs game, which, you know, again, would bump the Cavs up and them down if they were to um, if they were to win that game. Yeah. The
3: East is pretty simple. Like you could really knock the Wizards and Knicks off that board at the bottom mm-hmm. to make up five games and you know, 10 or 11 games is pretty unlikely. So it's really just about, will any of the 7 through 10s play well enough to get all the way past the Cavaliers? Uh, you've got the—I mean, the Hornets and Hawks are locked
5: in, as, as you so, see. So games. are the Nets, kind of. Yeah, And so are the Nets, kind yeah. of. I do think there's, like, plus 130 is probably the perfect price on it the Cavs. Is.
3: It probably is. Because Slight dog.
5: if it was any higher—first of all, it's the only bet I think you could make on the board, in my opinion— but if it was, like, plus 150, I'd bet it. I think I'd bet it. Toronto's remaining schedule is much simpler. They've been playing much better recently. This is a Cleveland team without Jared Allen. Uh, now, I mean, this is not the same team that we saw, uh, you know, le- you know, making headlines earlier in the season. So, I mean, they still got a game left against the Bucks, the Sixers, the Mavericks, the Bulls, the Raptors, the Nets, and then even the Hawks and Knicks in there, too. And Toronto just
4: died. there's just not nearly as many difficult no, games for them. Half of their games left are against the Rockets, Magic, Pacers, right. Hawks, and Knicks. So you know, half of their it's not even like it's not even like. You know, middling teams that they're like they're bad team, like they're against bad teams left. So uh, yeah,
5: I don't like that's the that would be the only bet in the Eastern Conference to me. I think I would need more more than
3: that though. The West is much more interesting. I I
5: put a bet in on this one actually.
3: I'm, I'm gonna guess what you bet. Okay. All right. So the odds on the right are again are to make the seventh through tenth positions at the end of the regular season. Not to make the playoffs, to, to finish 7 through 10 at the end of the regular season. And what you see right now is that the Pelicans are two games ahead of the Spurs. That's the, uh, that's the dividing line there at the bottom. Lakers with their victory, just with a little more cushion now at number 9. And then on the top side, the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets, perilously close now to being passed by the Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Clippers are off the board because there is virtually no chance of them not finishing. You see they have, you know, six games on top of them, uh, four and a half below them. So the Clippers are a virtual lock to be in the play-in situation. Could the Lakers fall out? They're still minus 550 to be seven, eight, nine, or 10. Pelicans are a big, big favorite to still be there. By the way, the Pelicans are minus 850. Is there a no price on the Pelicans? Is that minus 850, yes, that they will make 7 through Make 10? the play-in tournament, yeah. Wow, that seems way too high, doesn't it? With only a two-game cushion on the Spurs? Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, huh. Pelicans have been playing a lot better recently since adding McCollum, but they've got Ingram out right now. Well, the thing is, they have the 23rd easiest, so that is a plus in their, in their column. The Lakers, on the other hand, have the second-hardest schedule the rest of the way, which is why they're priced lower than the Pelicans, who are a game behind them. The bet you made, Kelly... Yeah, what is it? You, sir, bet the Denver Nuggets at plus one hundred and sixty.
4: No, you bet the Spurs. You bet the Spurs at plus one. No, oh,
3: you bet the T
5: Wolves at minus no. one. Thirty to one on the Mavs. Did you really? Small bet. I mean, it was a small bet. We're talking—they're two and a half games up. Luka Doncic, I bet this as soon as I saw Luka out tomorrow because he's dealing with another ankle injury. No idea. I mean, this is like the fourth time he's dealt with it, this ankle injury this year. I, I'm not saying he's going to miss multiple games. It's a very speculative bet. It was something small, but thirty to one on a two and a half game lead with
3: teams that, okay, yes, the Timberwolves' strength of schedule and it, it is. Well, I hope you. I hope you didn't make the bet based on our games behind because they're actually three and a half up. Our games behind they are incorrect. If those okay, rec- if those records are correct, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. So it's three and a half, right? Forty-four and twenty-six to the seventh seed is forty-two and 31. So three and a half up.
5: Yeah, it might not have included the one last night, but okay. whatever I was looking at today, yes, I saw that today. Okay. Sorry, yes, I saw it today. I still thought thirty to one was worth a shot on eleven games
3: left. All right, twenty-eighth easiest remaining schedule, though.
5: Yeah, theirs is easier, but you take if if Luca misses. I thought it was right. pure speculative if Luca misses a couple games. I like your
4: moxie. Yeah. It's a small bet. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, the Mavericks are forty four and twenty eight. Okay, been, so so these records are. Their record is forty four and twenty eight. So, so we're a couple yes. games behind on screen here. Yes. Okay. Yes, the Mavericks are forty four. All right.
3: Not updated on screen. All right. Thirty to one. Kelly taking a flyer on that. What would you bet? Would you bet?
4: I bet the Nuggets plus one sixty. I would take a shot at that. I think that's interesting. I mean, yeah. I think the Spurs at one ninety is actually the most interesting to me because. They still have, they still get the Blazers three times the Spurs in their final 10 games. Are there no prices on these, Kelly, or just the yes? Just yes. Uh, just odds to make
5: the
0: play. Uh,
3: now, you could probably find a yes no to make the playoffs out
0: there. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'd like a yes no to make the playoffs. Why can't we have that? Why can't we have everything? Anyway, and shout out to Boyd for putting those up. Next, also creative from PointsBet. Some championship matchups in the NCAA's next.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. You know them. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Man, that makes me hungry. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, hanging out Tuesday night at the South Paul Hotel Casino.
4: That orange juice with a hamburger?
3: Yeah, no, no, I don't go orange juice. You? I'm not a big orange juice guy either. Just orange curious. juice with a hamburger? That just seems odd. What is your go-to hamburger beverage?
4: I mean, wouldn't be it, orange juice would be like way down the power. <laughs> it really rankings. would like, yeah, like would. way way down the power <laughs> rankings. Down there. I actually yeah. think yeah. it would if someone said name. 15 things you would like to drink with your hamburger. I don't know if I would name. I don't think I'd ever get to orange juice.
5: <laughs> you ever taken a swig of orange juice after you brush your teeth? Tastes That's, very different, doesn't it? It's a disgusting mixture. I don't know. I feel like I did that one time. and almost. You guys puked. a pulp or no pulp?
3: No pulp. No pulp. No pulp. No pulp. No pulp. No pulp. First time I first time I discovered pulp as a child, I was like, "What in the world is this in my orange juice?"
5: Now, see, I was pulp, I was know. the opposite. It was like my parents lied to me for like decades. Uh, you know, like I, I grew up drinking pulp, and then I, like I tried it one time
4: without pulp. I was like, "Wait a second, this has been an option the whole time? Who are these crazy people <laughs> that like the pulp?" I no no, no Who are these crazy people I out know, there that I like th- the pulp? I don't know. I don't get it. What but do you want? Why would you want the pulp? Why do you want stuff in your juice? Why orange do you want to juice? chew your orange juice? I don't want to. Just eat an orange if you want that. Like, just eat an actual
3: a- orange. Amen, man. I hear you. You know, actual conversation between me and my mom, and I'm talking about, like, in the last month. I said to her, I was like, hey, uh, did uh, Honeycrisp apples exist when I was a kid? She goes, what do you mean? I said, because all you brought We're home was uh, <laughs> all you brought home was Granny Smith and, you know, the red generic ones. What's up with that? She goes, what do you mean, what's up with that? I go, well, did these exist or not? Did you only limit the number, the kind of apples that you brought home? She goes, I don't know, Gilly. Why are you screaming at me? And that was the end of that. I mean, because Granny Smith is at the
4: absolute bottom of the apple power. Wait, mix. wait, 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 wait. the green ones. Oh. yeah, I like the green ones. Oh, I, I like, like the green them. ones a lot. They're just not as good as honey Crisp. they're a little they're a little more sour, yeah, honey I' like little, good I like, you know, see that's what I don't, I don't I don't need a I don't need a sour punch. The uh, plain red apples. You might as well just be eating cardboard. <laughs> I mean, like, there's I no don't taste in them whatsoever. Like, you might as well that. just be eating cardboard. Oh, man. I, I need a, a honey crisp or a Fuji. Bottom line is our
3: parents really screwed us. They really screwed us up. I mean, what? yeah. It's a miracle we got here. You pulp people are crazy,
5: though.
4: Seriously.
3: Pulp people. Yeah, I understand gonna, you people. Pulp people you can right really right. divide people down on pulp versus no pulp. Seriously. Good point. NCAA championship game matchup odds. Not an exact to Kelly, because that would be one team beating another. <laughs> exactly. These yeah. are just with the versus just in the between. Matchups. Just the matchups. Uh, and, of course, we have every permutation possible. If you'd like to request a long shot, I'm sure Kelly will have it. But we've listed uh, 14 of them here on the screen for you with Gonzaga versus Kansas. And that makes sense, being the short shot at plus 550. Gonzaga, Arizona, 9-1. to one. Oh, I think a lot of people would bet that. Purdue versus Kansas 10 to 1, Gonzaga Villanova 13 to 1, and you see everything else down the line. UCLA, Kansas would be the shortest UCLA shot at 20 to 1.
4: You like anything here? I mean, like, I understand it's like the most ridiculous chalk ever, but wouldn't you just bet. Gonzaga, Kansas, Gonzaga, Arizona at five fifty and nine, and just walk away and feel good about it. I mean, like, aren't the, Can you don't f- everybody think that those they're the best three teams like by far left? I mean, I I think people do. Although at this point, like, is there anything
3: about March Madness that you would feel confident about? Well, no. But I, if all three got knocked out the next round, would you be like, oh wow,
4: that's a shocker? Well, I'd find out the next day, and then I would say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I'd find out the next day. <laughs> that was me, Matt uh, Brown, I, everybody. That was me when
5: Wyatt informed me yesterday <laughs> I, that my Iowa women's bet went down over the weekend. I was like, oh, no. <laughs>
4: I'd find out the next day, he said. <laughs> that is, that's just his brand right there. But, I mean, uh, all seriousness, though, I mean, and nine, and you get Gonzaga, who everybody says was the best team coming in. Everybody still says is the best team in the tournament. And then you get two other one-seeds. I mean, I'd I'd bet that and just walk away. I think I'd go Gonzaga, Arizona and walk away.
5: Yeah. Oh, as of today, they have exactus posted. Oh, do they? Yeah, sorry, Gil. Uh, You You know I always go exactus over the matchups. They only had matchups
3: posted when I looked at it first. What what is the longest shot matchup?
5: That's what I'm going to right now. Arkansas versus Michigan and Duke versus Providence are both 500
3: to one. Those are the longest, too? Yep. Really? Huh. Because I guess, oh, wait, my, not Miami or Iowa State against somebody?
5: Yeah, their next kind of tear up. Arkansas versus Miami
3: is 350 to one. Wait, St. Peter's versus somebody has to be the longest shot. You're, oh, wait, that's you're a good short us. I don't know us. if they have this listed. They doing? have them listed. St. Peter's, for sure. St. Peter's versus anyone, right? Wait, hold so on.
5: Say, it might matter the state I'm in.
4: Oh, God. They ran out of zeros. We watch this segment entirely. <laughs> We got Kelly all. Mixed. No, we haven't. We got him all sideways on the pulp. The graphics accurate. He was like, He got all accurate. sideways when he was like he was having flashbacks of brushing his teeth <laughs> and drinking orange juice. Like his brain was scrambled. Yeah,
3: Kelly eating or drinking anything post t- brushing your teeth is probably not a plus outside of water. Not a plus EV yeah. move, by yeah. the way.
5: Well, no, I realize that, but like you know, like water, like you have that occasionally. Well, yeah, because you know? it's water. Gotta wait a little bit because it's water. Um. So apparently, I mean, I'm in Col- the Colorado one, so they should yeah. have St is listed, and it's not. Okay. So so apparently, they do not, to answer your question, they do not have
3: every matchup listed. Okay. And what is the short shot uh, exacta? Do you have those at your disposal? The short shot exacta, Gonzaga to beat Kansas plus 850. Right. Gonzaga to beat Kansas plus 850. Makes sense. And I would imagine Gonzaga to beat Arizona would then follow suit as the second. Yeah, it's 12-1. Uh, okay. to Alright. I, I will tell you this. I mean, these are great to look at, but Good luck figuring out any of the—I mean, we've said, we we just spent a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday where nothing was predictable. And I know now there's some people listening and be like, yeah, but when you get to the second weekend, then it gets a little more chalky. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
5: I'm <laughs> right there with yeah, I mean, you. Yeah. Still wouldn't be surprised by anything that happens. I mean, let me
3: just—I don't know if I said this on this show. I said it on the numbers game. But, so I'm in a survivor pool just just give you an indication. So it's a survivor pool where you were allowed three entries and then you were allowed one rebuy. Basically, you had a mulligan okay. on each of these. And, but the, the, you know, the trade off is you don't get points for that day that you get the mulligan, obviously, because you're taking the mulligan because you lost. Anyway, in the end, it ends up being 1,200-plus entries. 1,200-plus entries. You know what? People are left with the rebuys, with all the mulligans. Less than 200. And then all you're doing is picking one team to win. Now you do have to have some strategy because it's how many rebuys cause it's you get? Because it's just one rebuy per entry. Okay. So you, you you are taking chances, right? So you're not you know you're not taking Gonzaga week one or Duke week two. You're you're taking chances because it's rewarded for big upsets. But that's how difficult this is. So f- so now to to kind of come up with a with an exacta here, or excuse me, just a matchup. Pardon me, not an exacta. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd bet any. Of
5: How about this market they got?
3: All right, that well. has, does have St. Peter's included. Okay.
5: Exact final four. Ooh. <laughs> and starting with all oh, oh, oh. all of the the long shots include St. Peter's, right? Okay, so the shortest St. Peter's one is St. Peter's Gonzaga Arizona Kansas that pays one fifty to one, one hundred and fifty to one. Okay. Uh. L- who's his points bet? These yeah. are great. Yeah. The longest one. Oh man, I'm going to have to calculate the zeros here. St. <laughs> <Saint laughs> Peter's, Arkansas, Michigan, Providence pays 10,000 to 1.
3: Isn't that office thing anybody gives you 10,000 to one on anything? You bet it. <laughs> Kevin from the office.
5: <laughs> 10,000 to one, you bet
3: anything, it. <laughs> anything
5: gives you 10,000 to one, you
3: bet <laughs> it. I'm in. That's what it is. I'm yeah. in. How much, how much are we betting on that? <laughs> what is it again? St. St. Peter's, Providence? St.
5: Peter's, Arkansas, Michigan, and Providence. 10,000 to one. What are they limiting you to you on that bet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I'm in li- Colorado.
3: <laughs> I'd like to wager 10 American dollars yes. on this, please. And, and I would. And, I would, and I would, yes, and I would root my heart out. Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, yeah put ten bucks down, yeah, sure, sure. Why not? Sure, give me a hundred.
5: I'm actually with Kevin from the office yeah. on this one. It's the NCAA tournament too. Like, I mean, I don't want to say we've uh, seen crazier things. like have the happened, way, but... Good
3: on, good on them in an era where you don't see those kind of payoffs. Yeah. right people mm-hmm. put ceilings on their payoffs. Good on them for at least allowing, you know, having that up there. What's funny is you can tell because the way they order them,
5: you know, they order them by the odds. You could tell all these St. Peter's ones have been bet. Oh, for Cause, sure. Because that's the one I just listed is like third from the bottom. It's not even the bottom one.
4: Another thing we can't bet here. No. Oh, we, uh, we have the, the number one free agent has signed. Teron Armstead, five-year deal with the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Oh, man. So, big get for Tua. Yeah, man. Big get for Tua. Good on him, I guess, but I mean, boy. Think about this. With all this stuff we talk about, and, and justifiably, right? All the yeah. eight quarterbacks
3: going to the AFC with the exception of Rogers and Brady. I get it. And also Stafford and, and Dak. Okay. But with all this talk about Deshaun going to Cleveland and, you know, all the big moves in the AFC West, a team like Miami – is probably if they're in the NFC, what are they a three or four seed? I mean, they're not. They're making the playoffs comfortably. Yeah, yeah. It's a good team. People are like, ah. and all the two I hate. I just don't like.
4: I don't. I don't buy into it. Well, look, this team is going to be fully functional. You assume again if he can stay on the field. I mean, this team's going to be fully functional for the first time since he's been there. At least starting off this year, this should be. I mean, that's that's a big pickup for them. Big get for Tua, for sure. Andy McNeil has no idea that Marsh Madness is even happening.
3: Let or alone, what a Toronto Armstead is. Let alone what a St. Peter's is. <laughs> but we'll talk to him anyway about hockey next. It's Visa's Primetime Action.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with
0: Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
3: Five minutes, cover grays, make picks, win green. Get in on the action during college basketball's biggest tournament with L'Oreal men expert five-minute prediction pool. Join two free-to-play pools for your shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash expert now to make your March Mania predictions. L'Oreal, because we're worth it. terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com for details. You seem like a L'Oreal L'Oreal product guy, no? Uh,
4: you know, I've used a little bit over the course of my, you know, over the course of my days. <laughs> Just to... Uh, See what I can get, you know, see what I can do with, with all of this. With all that. You know? Hmm. Look, at that. Look at that. Translation
5: multiple products often every day. Get a, it's live. Do shit. I use multiple products? Yes.
4: Yeah. Do I use he's, them he's multiple times a day? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. It's Matt Brown. Of a morning face routine and an evening face routine. Wow, good for you. You know? Oh, oh, I thought it was gonna be a extend I was about to say, wait till we get the numbers on this because – John Heyman just rushed to the Twitter to say that the Nats and Juan Soto have a deal. uh Oh, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see the number on this. And it's like they're just to avoid arbitration, so they're going to give him Uh-oh. 17 million this year. Okay, to to avoid. I was going to say I would be
3: surprised that he would we would stick around in DC because Scott Boris and him were already doing the rounds during the playoffs last year.
4: Yeah, I don't think he's sticking yeah. in DC for long term. But, but they gave him this year. But they gave him 17 to kind of say. See, we like you. We like you. Did you see Vladdy? Vlad. Vlad, only got seven point nine. We <laughs> gave you seventeen.
3: Flat <laughs> Guerrero gets seven point nine on the uh, the rookie is the rookie deal. What do they call it now? Or just the whatever? I, not whatever, the rookie yeah. deal, but whatever slot yeah. that comes into. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's from Edmonton, Alberta. He's at digital gambler on the Twitter machine, and he knows nothing about March Madness. It's Andy McNeil. How you doing, Andy?
7: I don't know anything about L'Oreal hair products either. I'm the kind of guy that gets a haircut and puts his baseball cap on the second he he walks out of the barber shop. So, uh. <laughs> How how how
4: many hours a day do you not have a hat on that you're not sleeping?
7: Um I don't know, when I shower probably, I guess. See? Um, about <laughs> he's it. just he's just a hat guy. I don't no, guy.
3: no comb goes to my hair either. I just walk out of the shower. It's very true. Just blow walk dryer? Out. No, nope. nothing. 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 I just roll. Just roll out. Can't a- do any of that, Andy. Let me ask you a question. Uh, we have one of these uh, big hockey dogs tonight, San Jose Sharks. Any play there? Is it is it worth a, is it worth a flyer?
7: Yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm on the opposite of oh, that, you so are. I would like to yes, say, you are. I like never to say mind. no. I see the so other screen say, no, just no, came not. up.
3: You're quite on the opposite For side the, of this. Maybe so, we should start uh, there.
7: Yeah. What do you like? Well, the Sharks only have six wins in their last 22 games, so um, you'd definitely be, be taking a flyer if you were to bet them on the money line. I know there was some uh, competing... Uh, opinions, I guess I would call them against my, my play. Uh, there, there are some people out there that like the sharks opposite on the puck line at plus one and a half goals. But um, you know, this is the the worst offensive team in the league since the all-star break scoring 2.2 goals per 60 minutes up against uh, you know, really the best offensive team in the league uh, pretty much all season long outside of the Florida Panthers and one of the best, if not the best defensive team in the league in the Calgary Flames. So I think it's uh it's a value bet at minus 130 uh, on the flames to, to cover the puck line here. Uh, and uh, I, I won't be, uh, I won't be talked into uh, any, any opinion that, that, that that's otherwise. Um, this uh, this this sharks team, I I feel, is getting uh, much too res- too much respect from the market here. Uh, as far as the money line goes, I've got the Flames priced north of minus four hundred. Um, I think this is a, a massive mismatch, and I, I hope I'm right.
4: Andy, there is a obviously something wrong with one of these lines in these games. Later, um, the the Kraken <laughs> are somehow a coin flip in a game where they're on the road. How is this even possible? Are the Coyotes playing with uh, are like are these junior players that they're running out there? Is this the G League team? What's going on?
7: Well, I mean, the Coyotes have been uh, been definitely picking up some more wins uh, as of late, but this is still a. a very bad hockey team. And uh, you know, it's kind of a loser's ball here. I, I kind of skipped over this game. To be honest, um, <laughs> there was 11 games on the board to handicap <laughs> and to monitor today. And this one wasn't on my radar whatsoever. I, I kind of glossed right over it. So um, I can't really help you out there. You're the cracking expert. I'm betting against him. I mean, that's for sure.
3: He is the Kraken expert. I'm going to bet against him. That's Let exactly what that. he <laughs> is. Such an expert on that team. Uh, he'll he'll be able to give you all the lines and who's on each of those lines later yes. on the show. Um,
4: I'm curious- well, there's too many trades. I can't, I can't yeah, keep up no, with it. They, it. they don't have the same. The player.
3: line is minus <laughs> one ten. Maybe just look. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. Do you look at goal differential at all? And I know you 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 delve in expected goals more than you do actual goals. So maybe I wouldn't it- say that. Oh, okay.
7: I, I I would say that. Um, I I definitely. I mean, I value scoring rates. Uh. Almost as much as I, I value uh, expected scoring rates. I like to, to kind of try to find uh, you know what's what's in between all of that that noise. So okay. uh, I wouldn't say that I, I I you know value expected scoring over over actual goal scoring. I mean I think at the end of the day, or as the larger the larger the sample size get gets, I think you have to put more stock into uh, into what a team's actually doing on the surface. Um, rather than, you know, their expected numbers. sort of okay. cut
3: you off there. Oh, no, 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 no. I appreciate the, the clarification. So then that, that allows me to ask the question, which then is, so are teams like the St. Louis Blues, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Washington Capitals, are they perhaps uh, sort of underrated by the market given their very solid goal differentials and their not-so-sexy place in the standings?
7: Yeah, I mean, there there are definitely some teams. I think in the East, you've got uh, the standings don't really tell uh, an accurate picture um, of of kind of what's going on there. Because I, I talked about it uh, quite a lot this season. I think the Eastern Conference is the stronger of the two conferences. I think everybody's pretty much on board with that. Uh, and I think you look at the playoff teams one through eight, um, and uh, they're they're all strong. Actually, I. I um, I put together, a you know, a top 10 following the, the trade deadline uh, piece for Point Spread Weekly this week. And I believe eight of the, the 10 teams that I listed were, were Eastern Conference teams. So, um, you know, there, there are going to be some very good teams that are, are further down the standings uh, than they might be if they were in a, another place in the league.
4: Andy, I know we talked a lot about the, the Golden Knights at the beginning of the year where you thought maybe this was a team that had a chance to really kind of pick up as the season went on. That seems to have not been the, the case here. Is there a chance that, that, one, what went wrong here, and two, is there a chance here, I mean, 17 games left in the season, that, that they might might not even make the playoffs?
7: I mean, there's there's yeah, there's a chance. Um, I I saw one shop had uh, had the Golden Knights minus 180 not to make the playoffs. So um, you know, I I think you know things have definitely shifted and the 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 mood around the team or the 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 short term forecast of the team uh, isn't very optimistic. Um, You know, but I do think that you know if the stars align and and Vegas makes it into the playoffs. Um, you know, nobody wants to be matched up with the Golden Knights, especially if you know Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty are healthy, and you know Robin Leonard. There's a lot of conflicting reports on on what his status is and whether or not he'll even return this this season. So that's a bit of an unknown. But um, you know, if this team's healthy, uh, the the way that they they envisioned them when they went out and traded for these players and you know made these acquisitions, um, I think they'll obviously be a, a dangerous team among the the elite teams in the NHL. But um, you know, between injuries and um, and and everything else that's that's gone on this year, mostly injuries, uh, it's really taken them out of the running.
3: Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights at DraftKings, yes, plus one twenty to make the postseason, minus one forty to miss it. And just just piggybacking off what Matt said, I cannot express uh, Andy if if you haven't been here in Vegas during the run of the Vegas Golden Knights during their existence. To this day, like no matter where you are, whether you're at a doctor's office, whether you're at, you know, parking your car, whatever Mm. it is, people still really are big Vegas Golden Knights fans, and they do wonder you know they, they they'll come when they find out if they, or if they know me and they know what we do they'll ask oh golden knights what's all and you know I'm, I'm hardly the expert on the vegas golden knights but that is their biggest question like do you think if they sneak into the playoffs that they could make a run and just knowing hockey as what you just said i always say oh yeah if they get in anything's possible because it's the most random of all things is there a team in the eastern conference that that's similar to that
7: well, I, I think, you know, I, everybody's looking at the Florida Panthers. And, and after the trade deadline, they acquired Claude Giroux from the Philadelphia Flyers. He was the, the best player available. They're, they're the winners of the trade deadline. No team has uh, increased their chances of winning a given game more than the Panthers. Um, but, you know, they, they're, it looks like they're going to have to, to draw the, the Washington Capitals in, in round one. Um, do I think the, the, the Panthers will outmatch the Capitals in a, in a seven-game series? Yes, I do, but um, I don't think that's very much of a prize for a first-place team, possibly a, a President's Trophy-winning team, um, to, to have to draw a, a team like the Capitals with uh, the dangerous forward group that they have. And they're an above-average team on offense and defense. So... Um, you know, in the East, I think, you know, a team like New York or Washington could really surprise a team like Florida. Um, it's totally in the cards, although unlikely.
4: Andy, only 10 seconds. I saw that the Maple Leafs are wearing a jersey designed by Justin Bieber tomorrow night. Is this an auto bet? I saw that too.
7: Yeah, I, 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 auto I, bet. I have no there argument it against it. No, it has <laughs> to be an auto bet. Maple Leafs, the auto Maple bet. Leafs.
3: No argument against it. But if we gave him 30 more seconds, I'm sure he would come up with something. (laughs) Andy, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Take care, guys. Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler. I predict huge things for that guy. Huge for Andy McNeil. Just a a thought. Look at that. Look at the South Point. Majestic purple skies. We'll come back. We'll
0: update all the scores next.